We have a lot of Republicans running for the presidency. You may not know that because the only one you see and hear from is Donald Trump. He actually gets more popular the more stupid the things that come out of his mouth. But there are others that are running that have some pretty stupid things to say. Uh, The first one, the governor of New Jersey, Chris Christie. And you know what? Immigration's getting Donald Trump a lot of attention, so other Republicans are starting to weigh in. Here's what Chris Christie had to say about that. Do you find it ironic, as I do, that if this morning, let's say, one of you have a child at college, they just left for college like our daughter Sarah just did to go back to Notre Dame last week, and invariably we will get a call from her in the next week or two saying, oh, I forgot this, fill in the blank, whatever it is, and I need it tomorrow. So we'll go to FedEx, right, and we'll package it up and we'll drop that package at FedEx, and, and you go online and... And at any moment, FedEx can tell you where that package is. It's on the truck. It's at the station. It's on the airplane. It's back at another station. It's back on the truck. It's at her doorstep. She just signs for it. Yet, we let people come to this country with visas. And the minute they come in, we lose track of them. We can't. So here's what I'm going to do as president. I'm going to ask Fred Smith, the founder of FedEx, come work for the government for three months. <laughs> Just come for three months to Immigration and Customs Enforcement and show these people, because guess what? Of the 11 million people who are here illegally, 40% of them didn't come in over the southern border. 40% of them came in legally with a visa and overstayed their visa. We need to have a system that tracks you from the moment you come in and then when your time is up, whether it's three months or six months or nine months or 12 months, however long your visa is, then we go get you and tap you on the shoulder and say, excuse me, thanks for coming. Time to go. Okay. Well, you'll never be president, Governor Christie. Your state's so bad, even your daughter left it to go to college. But what an asinine thought. Okay. What an asinine thought. Do you know there was this idea? That just like we swipe our ATM cards, we'd swipe our wrist. Do you all remember that during the Bush administration when somebody wanted to put a microchip in our wrist? And when you go through Target, Walmart, the supermarket, you just scan your wrist instead of little things we have in our keychains. There would be a barcode in our skin. Now, think about the, the, the ridiculousness of this. Oh, and by the way, Chris Christie, obviously, no offense to FedEx, but... I know one Christmas where FedEx said that the gifts I sent to my family members when I was not going east that Christmas were at a certain warehouse. That's where they stayed for four days, even though I had paid overnight. Never got my money back. Gifts never came till after Christmas. Some of those gifts never arrived. So sorry, Governor Christie. Even FedEx doesn't get it right all the time. But how stupid is that? First of all, we have more than 11 million illegal immigrants here. We don't know where they all are. If we knew everybody coming over the border and caught them all coming over the border, we wouldn't have a problem with a border that we need to discuss. And if everything was under control with regard to illegal immigrants, how to find them, how to track them, and what to do with them, even if you're going to deport them, well... You kind of have to have that barcode, Governor, for FedEx to scan. 
Seriously, what is he doing? Proposing hunting down illegals, putting barcodes in them so we can track, you know, follow them around. This is absolutely asinine. What would be a better idea, which our president came up with in Democrats in the past, is to have a comprehensive immigration reform package that provides a pathway to citizenship for those that are here, no barcode, no tracking needed, and that we have better security patrol, better border control without building walls around the greatest nation in the world. Absolutely the most ludicrous statement I've ever heard. You know, excuse me, sir, can I scan? What are we going to do, put barcodes in everybody? And you'll have a certain digitized uh, sequence if you're a legal immigrant or if you're American-born versus an illegal immigrant? Who, who's going to lay you down and cut you open? I mean, this is the stupidest thought. I know some of you might say, well, he wasn't being entirely serious. Well, you know what? When your ratings are that low, think of something serious to say. Why don't you stand up and dog Donald Trump? Seriously, if I were a Republican, I would say the opposite of what Donald Trump's saying. Because if you say anything similar to Donald Trump, nobody's listening because everybody's looking at and listening to Donald Trump. But there are some stupid things being said, and that was definitely being said by Chris Christie. You just heard him quote, we should bring in the folks from FedEx to use the technology. At any moment, FedEx can tell you where that package is. Not necessarily. I didn't mean people are packages, so let's not be ridiculous. No, but if you put a barcode somewhere on our body today, 666 on our foreheads tomorrow, just saying. Here's another idiot on the right. Republican presidential candidate, Governor Scott Walker, governor of Wisconsin. He said yesterday on NBC when Chuck Todd, who I love, answered a question to the question, quote, do we want to build a wall north of the border? Now, you remember that I, Leslie Marshall, in the past have said, if you're securing our borders, you would have to block the Mexican border, the Canadian border, and the Pacific and Atlantic coastlines, okay? But when that question was posed by Chuck Todd to uh, presidential candidate and governor of Wisconsin, Scott Walker, do we want to build a wall north of the border? Um, Well, he said, quote, that is a legitimate issue for us to look at. Are you serious? Do you even know what your party does anytime there's an extra expenditure on the damn budget in this country? They want to rip food out of the mouths of babies. They want to rip citizenship. And you're one of them away from babies. Nobody has a problem with Irish and English and Czechs and whites coming in north of the border. People have a problem with Mexico. People have a problem with Mexicans and Guatemalans and little brown people coming in and picking our lettuce and picking our grapes because they're the ones that are raping our women and killing our children. Isn't that what the Republicans believe? We can't afford the wall to be built with Mexico. And we should look at history, whether it's the Great Wall of China, the wall between East and West Germany. Walls divide nations, and exclusion is dangerous in a global economy like this and in a world where you desire peace. And may I tell you something else? If you build a wall along the Canadian border as well as along the Mexican border and then find a way to build a wall, perhaps to even block our beautiful views and ability to swim, as I did with my kids boogie boarding yesterday in the Pacific and the Atlantic, you might as well take a hatchet and cut off Lady Liberty's head, just like ISIS. 
Because that's exactly what we would be doing to the design of this nation, the vision for this nation, and the history of this nation. Come to me all. Right? Come to me all. All right, and now so we have Bo- Governor Bobby Jindal. This just kills me, okay? Republican, of course, running for president. You may not even know these names because they rank so low. I could run as a Republican tomorrow and get a higher approval rating, I think. But anyway, Governor – that's a joke. Governor Bobby Jindal, Republican for Louisiana, said on CBS yesterday, because Scott Ork was on NBC, NBC, quote, we need to insist on assimilation. You know, in Europe, they're not doing that. They've got huge problems. Immigration without assimilation is invasion. That can weaken our country. Where do I start? When Jews were being told they were no longer German citizens in Hitler's Germany as he was chancellor, many of them said, but we're Germans. We've stopped dressing like the Orthodox. We've cut our beards. We eat pork. We speak German. We're Germans. The less than 1% of that population had, for the most part, with the exception of the Hasidic community, fully assimilated. It did not stop Adolf Hitler from marking them as criminals based on their religion and murdering them. Murdering them. To say that in France is no assimilation, it's forced. You cannot wear a burqa on the streets of France, uh, Paris, excuse me, okay? To say that assimilation isn't happening and it's invasion, are you out of your mind? Now, let's be clear with what Bobby Jindal is talking about. Assimilation? Does that mean that his Indian grandmother, who probably has a red dot on her head, which women wear in Hinduism after they're married, stands for the blood, by the way, no longer a virgin, you bled, you know, guy has sex with you, you bleed, break your virginity, yep. As that blood, that red dot in the forehead stands for literally, folks, your cherry has been popped. Is that nasty? Yes, but that's what it is. But she has a right to wear it in this nation and in my opinion. Or a sari. Or to maybe eat with their hands, as many people from India do. My in-laws do as well. What about people who are Hindu or Sikh? Hindus, like Governor Jindal's relatives. Oh, yes, he's a Christian, but his ancestors aren't the people who he came from. Are not. No, he's talking about Muslims. Let's be clear. What does assimilation mean? That everybody wears Levi's? What does assimilation mean? That everybody eats apple pie and drives an American car and watches baseball and reality shows and gets fat on fast food, drive through food? What does assimilation mean? One of the things that makes this nation great and one of the things our First Amendment entitles us to is our uniqueness, our individuality, and our differences. Assimilation won't change racism, and assimilation won't change ISIS from cutting people's heads off and recruiting people. This is a stupid, moronic statement. But what a surprise! I mean, Scott Walker said voters have very legitimate concerns about the Canadian border. Really? Do you? Maybe a handful of people living along the Canadian border do. Absolutely crazy. So let me ask you some questions on this, folks. The 2016 GOP candidates, not named Donald Trump, are going hard right on immigration. Big surprise, because it's sort of like, oh, look, it's working for him. Let's do it, too. Let's not be different. Let's not stand apart from the fray. Idiots, right? Are they trying to outdo the Donald? And will it help them in the primaries? Or do you think they should do what I said? 
stand apart from the crowd. 8886 Leslie. 8886537543 is the number. Will this battle to go further right on immigration assure the Democrats capture an even bigger majority of the Latino vote in 2016? Now, there was a poll today that came out. They were talking about on local Los Angeles radio that Latinos, most of them, describe themselves as independents. Republicans actually have an opportunity to gain some of the Latino vote if they play their cards right. Uh, a lot of people do not vote, uh, view Hillary as very pro-Latino. Remember, she originally did support um, children uh, being, and I'm not saying being stripped of the citizen, anything a la Donald Trump, but when we had the problem with all the children coming to this country, she had a more conservative Republican, if you will, uh, stance on that. And a lot of Latinos don't forget that. They also don't forget that the president had a Democratic Congress that he could have worked with, they felt, to pass immigration reform, and he didn't when he had the chance. So not everybody's bowing and bending over in the Latino population to the Democrats. But... In a sense, they're the lesser of the two evils for Latino voters. So why not be the Republican that stands above and and, and apart from that? And they could win that Latino vote or a bigger majority uh, of that vote right now. 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543 is the number. I mean, if you look at the percentages of the Latino vote that President Obama won in 08 and in 2012, uh, there's something. there's definitely some groups and percentages of that group up for grabs. When you listen to the GOP candidates talk about undocumented immigrants, does it sound like they don't talk about them as human beings? This is how it sounds to me, and it frightens me, because the people supporting them obviously view this the same way. Does it sound like they talk about undocumented immigrants as as dogs, not as human beings. 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543 is the number. And if so, if you agree with me on that, what does that say to you? What does that say to the world? 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543 is a number. Now, FedEx tracks via a barcode, if we're going to go by Governor Christie's idea. If we don't know who the illegal is or where they are, and if we did, we could deport them, obviously, how could we implant such a barcode device? Governor Christie, you're an idiot. Obviously, you're trying to stay on the bottom of the polls. Good job doing that. 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543 is the number. Governor Walker, we can't pay for the wall with Mexico. How could we pay for a wall with Canada? And do we, folks, if we build a wall with Canada? Well, first of all, should we build a wall with Canada, like Scott Walker says? What do you think of that? Those of you, you know, wall builder advocates. What do you think of that? Or do you just want a wall with Mexico? And if that's the case, why? 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. And if we build walls north and south and block borders east and west, do we tear down that lady in the harbor? 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. And assimilate. Jews assimilated in pre-World War II Germany. Hitler still murdered them. Are we asking people to dress our worship differently than they choose? Don't we have a First Amendment and a Constitution that's beautiful and that everyone in this nation is privy to? And by the way, does Governor Jindal feel that way about people of Indian descent who want to wear a sari or, or Hindu or speak Hindi? Or a seat and want to wear a turban. 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Back to you right after this. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of truth. The Leslie Marshall Show. Give her a call now at 888-6-LESLIE.
Mitchell talking about crazy things that Republicans, not Donald Trump, are saying about immigration. Let's start it off on line one in Washington with Paul. Paul, good afternoon. Oh, hey, Leslie. I, I got, it gets more ridiculous every day, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. yeah uh, you're, uh, Chris Christie and his barcodes. But the thing that I guess really makes me laugh, and he says, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to get the guy from FedEx. And uh, FedEx, by the way, one of the top five tax dodgers uh, corporations in this country, so I'm not surprised that he'd get him. Uh, what makes me laugh is we have a Republican-dominated United States Congress that could do any or all of these things that Donald Trump, Chris Christie, and the other wackadoodles in the Republican Party are saying they're going to do. So if, if the Congress isn't already doing them, what makes these guys think that they would do it for them? Hang on, Paul. Good question. I'm going to let you comment on that. And also, by the way, line available for you on this Monday before the Labor Day holiday next Monday and the Labor Day weekend forthcoming. I'm Leslie Marshall. Pick up the phone and join us, 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543 to call. Follow me on Twitter at Leslie Marshall. Crazy proposals by Republican presidential candidates for immigration and immigrants, undocumented workers specifically. And we're not talking about anything Donald Trump is saying. We're giving it, we're having a Donald Trump free zone, you might say. But Chris Christie, Scott Walker, and Bobby Jindal have all said things as stupid. Perhaps not as many people are listening, but we're talking about that today, and let's get back to the calls. If you're on hold, hang tight. You want to join us, 888-6LESLIE, 888-653-7543 is the number. Paul's on Washington in line one. Uh, Paul is in Washington on line one, I should say. Paul, thanks for holding. Welcome back. Um, uh, Paul, uh, you were saying, please continue. That the Congress, the Republican-dominated Congress, this is the party they're running for, cannot seem to put type, any kind of an immigration bill together. They passed one in the Senate, but the, the House of Representatives will have nothing to do with it. And the thing that's really funny is, in, in, in light of the fact that, you know, I think it was in December that President Obama made his, it was right after, right after Thanksgiving, made, or around Thanksgiving, made his executive orders on immigration, what did they do? We hear the Republican Party whine and cry about the activist judicial system, the unelected judges who make these decisions, and where did they go to undo President Obama's executive orders? To the unelected activist courts. So at this point, it's uh, tied up in the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals, and so uh, President Obama's executive orders will wind up in the Supreme Court, which even this court will say, of course, these executive orders are within the powers of the presidency, and they'll now whine and cry again. But even so, even after the, they whined and cried about the Supreme Court's uh, decisions on uh, same-sex marriage and on Obamacare, they still couldn't get their act together to pass an immigration bill of their own and at least slap it down on Obama's desk and say, oh, here, sign it or veto it, I dare you. Do one or the other, but take a stand, because they won't take a stand. And the reason is because if they, the Congress,
Congress passes an immigration bill that, uh, that, that their wackadoodle base likes, well, that's likely not going to be very popular with the growing demographic of non-white new immigrants to this country. Is, Paul, is this, to be completely simplistic, fear of 2054 rolling around and whites no longer being the majority? Oh, they think 2054 is tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly. There's a big white freak out. And, and, and I say this because, you know, somebody on Twitter just posted before, and I just saw, you know, during uh, the break, that, I, you know, I wasn't aware illegal immigrants could vote. And it was based on a question we posed about gaining the Latino vote. Look at how prejudicially racist and ignorant that mindset is, which is, and I said, there are thousands of Latinos that vote. They're here legally. They're yeah. citizens. I mean, people think, well, I think a lot of people think Latinos or Hispanics are illegals. And, and that's not the case. You know, people say that to uh, liberals that there's no difference. Well, there certainly is. However, to Republicans, there's really no difference because they're lumping people who are citizens with people or who are documented with people who are not. Of course. They, 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 they say that this country should be blind to, to color. Yeah, you're exactly right. They lump. If you're not white, you're, you might as well be the same. You're all the same. You're people that don't. Uh, you don't. You're people that don't. I don't relate to. And I don't think really that 2054 necessarily has to be. You know. The, uh, you know. Whatever the demographic predictions are for that for that year, that time. As as uh, I think maybe we've discussed once. Uh, Jorge Ramos has said that the only way the Republican Party has any chance of winning the, the, uh, the national elections is to get at least 33%, one-third of the Hispanic vote. And they have just, they have failed dismally. I think uh, John McCain came closest probably eight years ago in 2008. He got 31%. But so the 2000, we don't, we don't, they don't have to be a majority to be a big effect in this country. And the Republicans cannot do anything except speak to the most wacky, I mean, what is, what is this FedEx can track a package so we ought to be able to attract people? Yeah, stamp a barcode on your phone. That is just, it gets more sickening all the time. Anchor baby, barcode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I have an idea. Let's put an anchor on the forehead of anchor babies, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we can put a swastika on the forehead of neo-Nazis and white supremacists. Star David on the forehead of Jews, or let's just bring back the gold star and the lapel. I know people may be very upset by that, but seriously, the concept of a barcode to track human beings who are undocumented lends to that Pandora's box being opened. Anything else, Paul? Let me give you my simple, my simple immigration plan. This would, I think this would be easy and would work great. Um, this is what I would do. People may, may or may not know that in order to qualify for, to collect Social Security, you have to log in under your own Social Security number 40 quarters or 10 full years of work. And at that point, you are minimally vested in Social Security. You'll be able to collect Social Security at some point in your life when you retire, or you'll be eligible for Social Security disability should you become disabled. My plan is this, to take away an incentive for people to come here and work illegally, put it this way. Once you get your own Social Security, come here, get your own Social Security number and your own work permit, you start accruing your 40 quarters, and once you get 40 quarters, 
you're eligible for citizenship. That's his, and you're paying in under your own Social Security number. You have your own valid work permit, and there, there would be no incentive to work under the table or work elite because you'd just be wasting your own time. Thank you, Paul, for your comments as always, your passion, and your knowledge on the issues. Uh, let's continue with the calls. 8886 Leslie, 8886537543. When we finish with a call, your cue to call through. Line three in Washington is George. George, good afternoon. Hi, Leslie. Um, I'm one of those uh, acclimized uh, immigrants. Um, I go by George because it's so hard for people to actually say my name, which is actually Georg. I immigrated from Germany with my family in hopes to have an opportunity here. It was a well-planned-out idea and something that we did, got on a plane, found a place to live, blah, 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 blah. That's an immigrant. What I'd really like to see is that the conversation uses the correct words for what the United States and many other countries around the world are calling or what are going through. It's not immigration. It's not illegal immigration. It's mass migration, mostly prompted because of global warming, because of strife, because of war. When you don't have food, when you don't have water, when you don't have electricity and you're eating dirt pies like they do in Haiti, you find a way to save your family. Wow. I want to stop you right there, George. George, I'm I'm serious. You just gave me goosebumps, and let me tell you why. I was listening to a report in Italy And the reporter uh, was interviewing somebody, an official. I just had jumped in in the middle of it. Very heavy Italian accent. And the person said, the people here are so angry about Syrian refugees and refugees from Senegal and other places that are fleeing, like you said, persecution, starvation, terrorism. You know, we want to fight ISIS. Can you blame somebody saying, I don't want to live under the oppression of these people. You know, they're going to take my little girl and, and rape her. You know, right. And and these people and these people, the and these people, to your point, are risking their lives. And some of them, as you know, where they're being found in the water on the shore in boats, uh, dead from dehydration. Well, Leslie, let me interrupt the elephants. You. Let me wait, wait. Interrupt I just want to tell you one thing. I want to tell you one thing to your point, George. I'm going to let you finish, George. I'm going to let you finish, but I want to tell you one thing to your point. That official, with tears in their words, said. The people here have been so angry about this migration, like you said, until they saw them. And they saw men, women, and children, skinny from starvation, burned skin from the elements. And he said, these are not migrants. These are human beings who need our help. To your point. Exactly. It's exactly. And, and just to go back a, a little bit, the word that you used, it, it's so important that we use the right words when we're talking about what's actually occurring. Some people, when you said some people are dying, it's not some, Leslie. It's thousands of people that are dying. During the last conference of the European nations getting together for the hundreds of thousands, going into the millions of people that are going into Europe right now, during the speech, uh, the speech in Austria, it was just a few miles away where they found 75-plus people, women, children. And, and it's, it's horrific to think we use the words that they're immigrants. These are not immigrants. These are people fleeing to save the lives of their children. And this country, professing to be a Christian nation, especially on the Republican side, to sit there and look at these people with such disdain and to, and to think that we can't help them. We're supposed to be a Christian nation. Where is the open arms? 
and come in. Let me feed my brother. I'm an atheist, but I still hold true to that particular faith, and I help everyone I can possibly do. And, and it's beyond me that we have this rhetoric on and on and on. And Trump being the top news story, I know you didn't want to talk about him, but for Christ's sakes, can we talk about this issues? I just, just I'll let you go because I know you have other callers, but one last issue. When, when people are, are talking about these migrants, people leaving because of the persecution and all the hell that they have to go through, go to the websites that have the information and not the conspiracy ones. Go to the OSHA. Go, go, go to the uh, United States websites for environmental concerns and see what they're publishing. Look at what NASA's putting down. All around the world, we're experiencing a global drought. When we don't have water, we don't have food. And people need to eat or die. And is America, as a country that has always welcomed people to their country, going to sit back and say, no more, you can go ahead and die. We're better than you. That's not right. It's not right, Leslie. And I thank you so very much for, for talking about this issue and for so many other issues that are out there that are important. The biggest one in my world and that of my son and so many of my other family members that have young kids that are going to be growing up um, – is, is climate change and the effects all around the world is including what they'd like to call illegal immigration. It's not. It's migration, mass migration. Thank you, Leslie, for your help and, and telling the people the truth. Thank you, George. Thank you, George. That's from a man who, like he said, that he, he made it a point. You know, he said immigration. He got on a plane. He came here. He found a job. He bought a home. He assimilated because people could not pronounce his name. Absolutely, I can't add to that. Just beautifully said. It's it's true. Many people coming to this, you know, when children, when people are sending their children who are under ten years of age alone, and as a parent of a seven and eight year old, I, I I can't, I won't let my kids walk up the street alone. And they're sending their kids on a train alone. How desperate do you have to be to send your kid alone to another country to escape the horrors of where you live? It would have to be pretty bad, folks. I think you'd agree, right? We'll be back. He's got a very good point. This Judeo-Christian nation is only Judeo-Christian when it's convenient for politicians, not for people. We'll be back. Leslie Marshall. Real people. Real life. Real talk. Give her a call now at 888-6-LESLIE. Jindal, Governor Walker, and Governor Christie have said they're all running for president, and they're all jumping on the we hate immigrants, we hate undocumented workers bandwagon. They think it's working for Trump. It could work for them. Let's get to the calls. And we go next to Kelly in Indiana, line four. Uh, Kelly, good afternoon. Thank you uh, for joining us. Kelly, how does this make people in this country feel, even if they're legally here as immigrants, do you think? 
Well, like I had tweeted that if I was an immigrant, I would feel unwanted. I would feel hurt. I, you know, I grew up in a town called Highwood, Illinois. It was located in between Highland Park and Lake Forest. It was a very small town, and it was predominantly Spanish. There was a huge Spanish community. I had a lot of Spanish friends. And what I want to say is every single one of these friends, their parents worked their butts off. They they were law-abiding citizens. They came here for a better life for their family. And it hurts me to see the attack on, on immigration because I see these people that were very special people to me that were kind of like parents to me. And they came to this country so that their kids can have something better. And every one of our ancestors did that same thing. Absolutely. I am of German-Irish ancestry, and my grandparents came here for a better life for their family. I'm here because my ancestors wanted a better life for me. My grandfather was Irish. In this country, he was not accepted. He faced signs that said, Irish need not apply. I can't imagine how he, how he felt, how his family felt, how his mother felt to be considered equivalent to dogs in this country. And when these people attack these immigrants, I want them to understand, and I want them to remind them that these immigrants are the ones that will take jobs that most people will turn their noses at. That produce that you pick up in your grocery store, an immigrant is in the field working 16 hours a day picking that so that you can eat that fruit, so that he can support his family. If you think that, ha- that all of these immigrants come here because they're criminals and they're running from something, you need to take yourself down to the border. Go to Tijuana and seeing kids that are six, seven years old going up and begging you for money, and they're begging you for money because they're hungry. They are hungry. There are girls in other countries, their families are sending over here so that they don't have to, they don't have to go through certain customs like female genital mutilation. There's something that they are running from, but it's not always a crime. Or it's, 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 they don't want to be the victims of a crime. Are their children the victims of a crime? Thank you. And I'm so tired of this platform that the GOP stands on. They have to spew hate at anybody that is different from they are. But yet Trump wants to sit there, and he wants to say all this stuff about the Latino community, yet all of his clothing line is made in Mexico because he doesn't want to pay the American people what he would have to pay. He could pay those people peanuts and make a huge profit. But yet he's going to stand on a platform and knock down the Spanish community? It's wrong. And, you know, every like, like George says, which I have to say, your previous caller, George, is a very hard act to follow because I was in tears listening to him. Oh, my God, I, I like, must cry between him and you. I'm going to have to cry at the top of the break. i got to hold it in. You know, he mentioned the kids in Haiti eating dirt pies. What is that? You know, I, I think one very po- – I mean, he said a lot of powerful things, as are you. And, and I have to say that 
This is supposed to be a Christian nation. But let me ask you, did God build borders? Did God say, you can't live here and you can't live there and you can't live there and you don't have the right to have this because you're not from here? No, he didn't. These people come here and they work their butts off and they abide by the law and they respect this country and they're grateful to be here. And they're treated horribly and it's and, and and for these these Republicans to stand and say that they they hold Christian beliefs is 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 it's it's amazing. And How for years and for years and I agree with you. And for years nobody seemed to care about immigration and now everything in our nation that's wrong with our nation is an immigrant's fault and it's all for political gain and it's horrific. I agree with you. Thank you very much. Please call again, Kelly. You were just awesome. I mean just Passionate, just uh, just awesome. Uh, let's go to Michael on the Bronx line, too. Michael, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Leslie. You know, once again, these right-wingers, they prove that they are a bunch of hateful hate mongers. That's what I'm looking for. And as far as Scott Walker saying that, oh, we have to um, we have to be concerned about the northern Canadian border, I got two words from Mr. Walker. Too late. Because you remember, Leslie, I have, have I or have I not brought this issue up discussing it with you, perhaps with other people as well, but I know I brought this issue up um, discussing with you on your show, and how many times have I mentioned that not once before have these Republicans spoke out about the northern borders. They don't care about the northern borders. They only care what's on the other side of the southern border, and that is minorities and Mexicans. How very very, very well said, Michael. I am out of time, and we're going to talk again tomorrow. I hope you'll join me. Catch me in the morning first up on Fox News Channel, America's Newsroom, 10 a.m. Eastern Hour on Fox News Channel, and then tune in here. And every weekday, Monday through Friday, 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern, you can also go to lesliemarshallshow.com forward slash stream if you don't hear it on radio. Thank you to Mark and Andrew, my great crew. Back to you tomorrow. Have a great rest of the day. This is no ordinary sub shop. This is Firehouse Subs. Welcome to Firehouse. Tired of overpriced lunches that underdeliver on flavor? Head to Firehouse Subs, where for a limited time, you can get a $4.99 choice sub. Choose from a medium smoked turkey, Virginia honey ham, or roast beef. They're custom-made hot subs at a price ready-made to make you smile. Just $4.99, only at Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs, save more lives. Participating locations plus tax limited time offer prices may vary for delivery.